This is Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. This podcast is made in collaboration with the Jewish Journal. Check them out at jewishjournal.com. Also in collaboration with Arutz Sheva, israelnationalnews.com. And last but not least, in collaboration with Australian Jewish News, check them out at ajn.timesofisrael.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, visit 2njb.com slash donate. All right, our monthly recap. Yes, it's time. Yeah, we have so I much mean, to talk about. Right, I mean... To the few who stayed after the last monthly recap. <laughs> Which we will talk about as well. Yeah. Last monthly recap. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. So, it is quite controversial. Um, yeah. I want to read like some malicious. But let's start on a positive note. Okay. What's yeah. the positive note? Uh, Something positive We happened. didn't get Corona yet. Yes. Tr- yet. You got married. Oh, ah, yes. wow. Yes. That's yes. definitely second place next to... <laughs> we didn't, we didn't get, get Corona. corona. <laughs> <laughs> it's show, number do show, one. Do show the... Number one is we didn't get... No one at my wedding got Corona. I mean, not that we know of. It's been two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I would have heard. It was 150 yeah. of, of our closest friends. It was... If someone there had Corona, everybody would be fucked, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because was, you guys mingled and danced yeah. and yeah, and I, I kissed said, everybody on the mouth. Yeah, I made a point of it to kiss every single person on the mouth. Um. um so yeah, if, if no, it someone was had corona, it was yeah, it. it was uh, it was fun. Is what yes. you're supposed to say. Yes, it was fun, but it was it also was... scary. I mean, I said, you know, <laughs> yeah, I never no, dance. Naor basically spent the entire time in the bathroom, <laughs> uh, in the stall. Concealed. Yeah. No, I, I was just keeping he was safe. Off to, he was keeping his distance. Yeah. Social distancing. I mean, like my entire life, adult. I never dance at weddings, right? So yeah. finally it paid off. Yeah. I, w- I knew I will finally. not die. Finally, you being not a fun human being <laughs> paid off <laughs> for once, <laughs> for once in my lifetime. No, but so yeah, it was, was great. It uh, was pretty before incredible. Before there was the China. Yeah, China. For those of you who don't know, is a Yemenite tradition. Uh, Some had, would say we had Amir Chetzroni on to explain what a wonderful, <laughs> cultural, culturally rich experience it is. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, so it's a it's a Yemenite tradition, or a Mizrahi, Mizrahi tradition, but each one has its own version. And basically, it's I mean, it's every culture has I think different types of this, right? But it's a it's a ceremony for handing off the bride. Yeah, in America, it's going to Wendy's. Uh, yeah, exactly. Getting the dollar menu. I don't know if that's at Wendy's or not, but yeah. But yeah, so you so you like dance, you do Yemenite dances, you put on ridiculous costumes. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Sharon, your wife, she she like had three different, cast- three different. costumes. Yeah. Yeah. I only got two. Mm-hmm. Felt gypped. Yeah. yeah. And there was a ceremony and then they put this substance on your hand. Ah uh, yeah, that is the, mark. the actual hina. Yeah. Uh and it's supposed to leave a mark, but it left nothing on my hand. Hmm. Didn't even stick for what a day. What does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not asking any questions. I see. But yeah, it was it was pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, it definitely helped to get over all the hatred that ha- we had flying our way. Yeah. Uh, from our last episode. Yeah. I have to say though, our wedding happened in the nick of time. That's amazing, right? Yeah. So the we the Sunday after, basically, we were this whole period was extremely stressful for us guys. We had no idea if our wedding was happening, how many people we're supposed to invite, not invite. Should we cancel it? Should we move it? Right. Um, we had issues with the with the hall with the wedding hall. Who wanted to raise the price? Anyway, it was it was a mess. It was a mess, as uh, Larry David doing Bernie Sanders says. It was a mess. Okay, <laughs> it's a mess. But uh, but it really was, and we were stressed out as hell. And then, what, I think like two weeks before our wedding, they opened it up again to 250 people. Yeah. Uh, we did it. We still kept it small, 150 or smaller. 
so that it could be. And it was, I think it was pretty spacious. I mean, yeah. it was pretty, the hall was pretty like relatively yeah. empty. I mean, not sad empty, but it was like yeah. people had their space until they all, yeah, crumbled up in the, in the on the dance floor. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but the Sunday after our wedding, the government, like they saw all the spike or whatever. The wedding was on Friday. So yeah. two days later, two days later, they closed it down. Because what happened, people. guys, that like Ethan's wedding, you had like, I don't know, hundreds of other weddings in yeah. this small time period. And that's where like we essentially went back and became a red country, which nobody wants to let people in from, essentially. And this what is why... Mean? Ah, like like you, we can't go to Europe. We can't go anywhere ah. because we're a red state now. Because we have like red is in danger. Like yeah, red, red zone. Red zone. No, yeah, they have the system. They yeah, yeah, yeah. of colors, right? Yeah. So we get we have like a huge percentage of uh, the population is infected every day and sick in total numbers. So that puts us in the red country. Yes, with America, Brazil, a very luxurious club. Although we have like ten times less dead than proportionally than America, um, I think something like point zero 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 four percent of yeah, our population. But lots of sick people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, but we won't talk about Corona again, will we? Okay. We'll, we'll see. Like anyway, it was episodes. a great, a great wedding, guys. If you weren't there. You missed. Yeah. And you were I invited all you guys. I saw none of you there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Send the checks. (laughs) Um, No, it was pretty incredible. But yeah, we got a lot of hate for that last episode, huh? Yeah. I mean, you did mainly. Yeah. (laughs) Why didn't any of it go to you? (laughs) I don't know. You're, you're, I'm more likable than you are. So, I mean, you were. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) That's it. Um, So here's, guys, here's, here's the thing. Uh, we have, uh, if you listen and you have Apple uh, podcasts, you listen from an Apple device, you can go and leave a review. It's yeah. very helpful. But don't don't leave this review, such a review, like we got from J-Wash-E-L-D-C. J-Wash-L-D-C. Appalling disinformation. I am an Israeli-American who has occasionally listened to two nice Jewish boys and enjoyed their wit and candor. This latest episode, however, The Lie of Systemic Racism, was nothing short of appalling. In it, the boys spread disinformation about the U.S. protests, citing numbers that prove looters are the majority and spreading ridiculous fake news about kneeling rituals in the Black Lives Matter movement on the basis of some Russian bot-generated videos that they must have seen on YouTube. I have been living in Washington, D.C. for 20 years and have attended your uh, four protests this week. I have experienced only peace, professionalism, and collective commitment in these gatherings without witnessing even a shred of unrest, looting, or rioting. Uh, Whatever peaceful protesters take a knee, whenever they take a knee, they do it all together, all colors and creeds. Did this guy write a book? Yes. Okay, so I mean, this, you get guy, the point. this guy was relatively uh, civil about it. I mean, I don't agree with anything he said. And if you have any doubt that what's going on in the States right now is not looting and rioting, like l- in large part, okay, it's not just like a, a, a small bunch, as Naor uh, uh, said last uh, on the last uh, monthly recap. I said it wasn't. Yeah, a- yeah, yeah. As you said, that many people were claiming that it was a small bunch. This is not a small bunch. I mean, crime has gone up in some like in across the United States and cities. Death rates, uh, homicide rates, uh, violent crime, in New shootings, York City, for example, have gone have skyrocketed. All right, one hundred and fifty percent, two hundred percent of where they were last year in some cities. So it's it's not uh, uh, just like the media spreading lies. Um, People are, that's what happens when you uh, protest against having police and when you call for defunding the police and when you charge police officers who are doing their job with felony murder, then police officers don't want to do their job and then crime goes up. And that's what's happening across the United States. It's what, it's what we talked about on the first episode. Right. Let's about, not repeat ourselves too much. Yeah, last cops, 
about about uh, p- innocent people being shot in the street. That um, that is all a consequence of what's going on right now, and it's very real. But the most appalling thing that actually happened, the craziest uh, blowback that we got from the episode, is that people unsubscribed. First of all, uh, I don't I don't mind people unsubscribing. You are that is. Perfectly fine. You feel the need to unsubscribe, unsubscribe. You feel the need too bad because we have some to, great episodes coming up this feel, month. You feel the need to uh, to uh, send us to to write a bad review. That is fine. You feel the need to uh, comment on the episode. Make a that is fine. doll of Aton and, and and stab it. Molest that is it. Fine. Molest it. No, molesting is probably a bad idea. You don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, don't let that part of you get a better get the better of you. That's it's a bad part bury it deep deep <laughs> down okay but you could do all that that's fine but uh the craziest uh blowback we got was that uh i think it was that friday night or maybe I, I don't remember exactly when we posted the episode actually i'm getting a bit confused but a few days later or or, or shortly after i get a uh ah yeah it was a friday night i was at my parents and uh i get a message from someone at work a colleague mm. of mine and with a screenshot of uh, her Facebook Messenger. And she had received a message, and we won't name names uh, because I'm not as low and despicable as this particular person is. But this person basically sent her a message uh, with um, uh, a link to the episode and a message I'm paraphrasing here, but basically saying, why would you have someone who spreads, you know, uh, such lies and, you know, uh, and promotes the suppression of black people or whatever uh, working for you? How is that going to affect your content? How is that going to affect blah, 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 blah. Basically, this guy sending a message to a colleague of mine trying to get me fired. This colleague uh, happens to be uh, related to uh, the marketing, not just related, but uh, one of the top people in the marketing department. Mm-hmm. And there's that is not a mistake. This person knew that by sending this information to uh, someone in the marketing, they would have the best chances of getting their goal, which is, you know, uh, me fired mm-hmm. uh, because the marketing department is the one that's worried about PR and about the the image of the company. Luckily, uh, here in Israel, more people have their wits about them. Uh, and she sent me the image of her screenshot of her Facebook messenger. Like you saw it. She sent me the image uh, and wrote lull. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, and and trust me, the last thing you can say is that we agree politically or we stand on the same side of the aisle. But she realizes that the idea of trying to get someone fired for expressing his perfectly legitimate views is just appalling. Yeah, um, that's fa- th- just that's fascism. fascism, communism. Yeah. Uh, but how did you feel when you saw that? Uh, you were just, pretty I shocked. I was surprised. I wasn't like I don't know furious. Uh, I was just surprised and I and 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 like disgusted and I mean yeah, it was, yeah. you know I you it know, didn't have much of an influence so it was hard I, I think what's scary is that this happens to people in the United States yeah and they actually do get fired I mean there yeah. was a story of a Google employee expressing a view there was a story in England of a woman who said uh, women are women and men are men and JK Rowling kind of yeah. backed her up when she got fired Now there's a huge letter sent by all these have you heard about about it? cancel culture? Noam yeah. Chomsky and yeah, uh, yeah. Margaret, uh, what's her name? Uh, Atwood. Atwood. Ah, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And and J.K. Rowling. And J.K. Rowling. These people who are completely on the other side of the aisle. Yeah. Uh, on the left, and and they're just like fed up with this, you know. Like guys, you want to, you know, you disagree, talk. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Express your opinions. It's like the most basic uh, principle uh, of Western civilization. Yeah. If you could talk to Amir Chetzroni, then anyone can talk to anyone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which I think was kind of the point, right? Yeah. Um, 
Not that he didn't piss me off. <laughs> I kind of feel like sending that episode to his employer, but, <laughs> but I won't. Yeah, because <laughs> his employer is Erdogan, so. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Um, yeah, so so that was that was just crazy. Yeah, and we got a lot of that stuff, though. It, was, yeah. it got pretty heated, but I think it's 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 important to note that many people uh Also, engaged. between us, it was, it was uh, interesting. Because, really? Yeah, because you, like... Um, I felt this was like the first time in four years when we reached like this crossroads where there's this thing and how do we go about it, right? And the episode of, uh, of about uh, systemic racism and George Floyd? Not the episode, but after the episode was released, right? Yeah. You really wanted to write a post. Ah, I wasn't sure yes. if it's the right, it was the right thing to do. But you were really intense about it. Yeah, you, you felt like and you pretty... actually uh, rewrote it, and it was really good. Um, but yeah, I wanted to write it because I thought it was, it was really good. But you didn't use my rewrite. No, I did. You did. Okay. You don't remember? We wrote yeah. the post about communism mm, uh, okay. and how in uh, in in the Soviet yeah. Union there was. You know, this there was basically a cancel culture. Yeah. But it was it was much worse than the cancel culture in the United States. Uh, it was, yeah. you know, you would anybody spoke out against the regime, you would snitch end on up them in, and in jail. Would, and they would end yeah. up in a gulag. My grandfather sat in jail because yeah. he spreaded some Zionist propaganda. propaganda. Yeah, just a tourism pamphlet yeah. about Israel, right? Yeah. Uh in Romania. So Yeah, I felt it was important to make some kind of post, but uh But but yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's behind us. Yeah. Um, but there there is a, a lot of uh, talking going on right now about uh, what's going on on Facebook and Twitter. The fact that they they censor more, like they censor President Trump. Um, and on Facebook now there was a huge problem with Trump's posts, and then employees uh, wanted to ch like rebelled for the first time yeah. against zuckerberg because Some... zuckerberg is one of the only like i guess you could call them social media magnates that's uh moguls even moguls yeah that's uh that's standing up for at least some semblance of standing up for yeah. the for the he for can the afford to right i mean he has he when you're that high in the chain yeah but you have these other guys like uh, what's his name jack dempsey yeah but his and, uh, is nothing compared to zuckerberg i mean zuckerberg zuckerberg is one you know one well, of the top you could say you know the more you have the more you have to lose right i mean he's yeah. he's got a lot to lose yeah. and you know this this is taking pretty controversial stance i gotta give it to him i mean i don't think he does the perfect job but i think at least I mean, he was in. I don't remember exactly when he when this was. I think he might have been in front of the Senate in a Senate hearing, and he said, um, "You know, in at Facebook, we don't want to be the arbiters of truth." I think that's like, at the you know, you can't expect Facebook to sit there and sift through every post and say. And I saw it actually the other day. I saw someone on on my Facebook made a post, and there was it was blocked. And, and I had to press view post mm -hmm. and over the post, there was a warning. Mm -hmm. This post contains misinformation and, uh, and, um, and the thing is it was completely off. It was about this KKK leader and the connection between him and Joe Biden. Okay. And there was, a, they said, uh, the guy, I can't remember his name is, was never a grand wizard of the KKK. Okay. And in the post, the guy never mentioned that he was, he just mentioned that he was a KKK leader and he was a member of the KKK and a, and a prominent man. But member. when you put a link to a post, the algorithm, the algorithm analyzes the post and he yeah. warns you from the actual link so that when you go there to was the no link, link. Ah, there was no link. It was a okay. photo and a, and a, I see. and a content. I see. Written. Um, anyway. I think it's ridiculous to expect these platforms to to kind of be the yeah. I mean, I don't know. To me, it's ridiculous what Twitter is doing to Trump. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, it's only going to make him stronger. Um, it's a classic example of how uh, the left shoot itself in the leg, essentially. Yeah. Right. I mean, you feel that I bet many people feel very good about themselves. After Twitter is blocking uh, 
<laughs> and, and for the people who don't know, when when Twitter are doing this, uh, this sanction to President Trump, they they don't allow you. Not only they don't uh, make it easy for you to get exposed to that tweet, they uh, disable the option to retweet the tweet. Yeah. Right. Which is like very harmful for yeah. a Twitter account. But eventually, I think it'll 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 have a huge kickback. It, it's even ridiculous in in its like like even if you go with them let's take the premise that trump is tweeting out pure lies okay let's let's say he tweeted jews have uh, the zionists have an evil plot to take over the world they are controlling the world let's say he said the zionists are controlling the world yes okay uh and we need to battle this like do you want to block that from people? Do you want people not to see that? Yeah. I don't understand. Why would you want people not to see evil? Yeah. Like, it's a very paternalistic approach. And it's ridiculous. It, it undermines uh, the users, I, th- I feel. It undermines yeah. us. It underestimates and, also. Yeah. It says, you know... You you, you let, stay there, yeah. let, little one. You don't know what's good for you. <laughs> we will show you the correct material yeah right now of course private companies can do what they want right yeah. they really can and i'm all for yeah. twitter retaining the right to censor the shit out of whoever they want to yes they want to cover up trump trump's tweets they want to allow i don't know louis farrakhan to tweet freely whatever yeah the government should not step in and anybody who says that the government should now force twitter that's also it's just equally bad Right, private no, company. But the government. What do you? Th- but Trump's move was that they gave uh, protection, legal protection. There was this yeah. law that, gave, and now he he revokes this legal protection. Yeah. So I think it's a legitimate move because it's not intervention of the government. That's politics. I don't. Yeah. Agree. I don't agree that uh, there. It, I I think that if the legal protection provided was there to uh, to remedy a bad situation to begin with, it should have stayed there. I'm not sure exactly what what you're talking about, but I know that Trump did make eff- there was some effort to basically claim that these uh, platforms are not like normal products, right? They're not normal commodities. There's something else that needs to be regulated, and that's bullshit. Yeah, um, they can do whatever they want. It's like yeah. a newspaper; they can print whatever they want, and that's fine. But you know they it, they deserve to be seen for uh, you know as the the you know the ridiculous platforms that they are. Did you hear about the tahini crisis here in Israel? Yes. Want to tell our audience about? I'm it? I'm not sure I know enough about. I know that, it, that basically the uh, an employee there uh, stood up for the LGBTQ community. I don't think right? it's an employee. I, I from what I understand, the whole company. Um, announced it's it's an Arab company for tahini here in Israel. Yeah, we've Arab owners, and they decided they're going to donate some of their revenue to uh, an NGO that takes care and helps LGBTQ um, people from the Arab community here in Israel. Yeah, which is and great. the response. And- <laughs> Was basically uh, like the Arab world here, like the Arab community here, was shaken by that. No, so essentially, every store owner, basically every Arab store owners, not every, but many, many. Arab store owners selling this uh, tahini El posted Eres. videos. Tahini. Yeah, El Eres, El Arres, Al Eres. I'm not exactly sure you pronounce it. it sounded but, pretty. Yeah, but posted videos of them. Walking up to the tahini shelf and taking it off the shelf, sometimes yeah. throwing it into the trash, sometimes putting it into a basket and saying, we're going to give this back to the supplier. We're not right. selling this. Right. Uh, which is just, uh, you know, and, and the politicians from the Arab joint list in the Knesset, uh, many of them uh, condemned. All but one, right? Well, yeah, more or less condemned uh, this move, condemned this company for daring um you know to, to support to this try and westernize no to to support this uh abomination as they see it yeah of the gay community and the the uh, they basically <sighs> see it as a destruction of arab uh, culture and arab uh, 
uh, values and Muslim, yeah, like Palestinian for that matter, yeah. Palestinian uh, values and and uh, Muslim values, of course. Um, yeah, and it's 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 a beautiful story because it's so easy to forget. Um, you know, many people here voted. Many gay people uh, voted for the Arab joint list yeah. in Israel. Yeah. So, I mean, what's more to be said, right? I mean, yeah. I, and I think that many of the people in the United States and around the world who probably support the quote-unquote Palestinian cause. Yeah. That's, um, a, that's a part of the Palestinian cause. wouldn't want to live a day inside Palestine. Um, yeah. inside and not because they're being uh, uh, barraged with uh, Israeli missiles or anything right? or because you would be I don't know uh, unlawfully stopped by an Israeli soldier because you soldier. like to wear dresses sometimes but, yeah. and, uh... and, and you would you know be uh, abused either verbally or very likely also physically yeah um, it, it's not a free society it's, uh, it's not a free culture no, they're um, like they're very far off when it yeah. comes to they're very religious, they're very conservative, and yeah, there's these are the people that we're expected to to live with by people like Peter Beinhart. Yes, what a segue! Because Peter <laughs> Beinhart, I, I I I admit I didn't know who he is really. I get, I understand he's very big in the Jewish community in America, right? Yeah. He wrote a column for the New York Times saying that he does not support the Jewish state anymore. And instead, he now supports uh, one state from the river to the sea, which will have essentially an Arab majority, right? A Jewish minority, and it will be a utopian democratic state. Like together with Gaza. Together with Gaza, together with the territories. Well, great plan. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, we, I, will I have, we will we, have all the rights. I suggest Peter Beinhardt uh, be the prime minister of that state. <laughs> yeah, um, essentially his claim is that since we're going to annex parts of uh, Judea and Samaria, um, that nullifies uh, the concept of two states because two states, it's, it's yeah. similar to what we had Urizaki here on the show and he said the same thing. Essentially, that annexation nullifies two states, and since there there is no ex uh, future for two states, then he must change his views, and now he supports one state. Yeah, thousands of rockets being launched from Gaza uh, and terrorist attacks. Oh come on, it's irrelevant. That, that doesn't. Uh... It's irrelevant because once it, we are all in one state, they won't need rockets. No, I'm saying. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying that that doesn't nullify the two states. Thousands of rockets and terrorist attacks and 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 a culture that uh, you know praises uh, Mujahideen and the Shahidim and Mujahideen, uh, Mujahideen and Shahidim and uh, that that's aside from the point, right? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. sad. It's sad, but it goes to show it, it's a, it's a very I think it it shows where the the Jewish left wing um, democratic branch in America is going. Right, the direction they're going towards um, of essentially anti-Zionism, mm -hmm. and moreover, the notion that it's perfectly fine if we're all dead. Yeah, I, I think they're just totally removed from what's actually going yeah. on, and I'm not sure that they're moving towards anti-Zionism. Like, I wonder if they were ever really pro-israel i mean except for you know i'm not saying that there is no and this is this always gets conflated these two statements right that when you speak in generalizations you're not talking about every single person you're talking about a group of people so naturally you know there are exceptions but i'm saying the large majority of jewish americans are you know democrats left-leaning and uh, i'm not sure how many of them really are pro-israel you know um, I, I mean, I have friends who are left-leaning in the States, who are liberals, who are Democrats, uh, who served with me in the army here. So, you know, I'm not talking about those types, but uh, uh, I'm talking about 
the majority of left-leaning American Jews. Um, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't see how they are pro-Israel. What do you mean? I I don't understand the. You would expect, you know, the a minimum level of support, but just the idea that that uh, you know. Israel is somehow an apartheid state, somehow oppressing a people. Um, you know, we are occupying, but oppressing is like the next level. Mm-hmm. So this, this, just this, this, this image of Israel as a uh, powerful bully, diabolic. Yes, I mean, you know, it doesn't even have to go that far, but just this idea that Israel is you know um sadistic uh, yeah somehow uh, corrupt mm-hmm. like you know morally morally um is to me seems so far-fetched far removed from reality and it, it makes me question how pro-israel these people actually are i know that they're always saying you know of course the jewish people but... need a home and we need a state, and we need it, but you know, yeah, yeah. So, how did? What's up next? Corona. You, so fucked. no, before before Corona, we're fine. Uh, no, before that. So I sat with a friend this this week. Uh, a surreal experience, right? So it, it's a it's a, an acquaintance, friend, whatever, right? We I didn't see him for a year. Yeah. But he's a very serious guy. Okay, he's um. He owns like businesses and restaurants and shop and coffee shops, and we're sitting catching up. And then he tells me, you know, um, not or uh, during Corona, my wife uh, was home. She was bored, and she started uh, browsing uh, through Facebook, and she stumbled upon posts about um, 5G. And and vaccines and the corona and I don't know uh, what do you think? Did you know? He says to me that apparently uh, Bill Gates uh, came up with uh, the corona and he already has the vaccine. He just waits until September to release it. Okay. And uh, and you know in that vaccine they're gonna put some microchips that will follow us all using the 5G networks. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, it, can't, it, it hits you without a warning. Did you, did you ever meet someone who... Yeah, I, I, have, uh, I have a friend. I, again, I won't name names. Who uh, It was actually two people. Uh, that I was talking to, and they were telling me about how nine uh, eleven was an inside job planned by uh, George Bush's uh, administration. Right, but that's a vintage, yeah, theory. Yeah, yeah. What I about five G? Five G. I've I've heard of in passing. I I was like, no, thank well, you. But imagine the shock to actually. But the thing is, I w- I feel like I don't know enough about five G to like be appalled by it you right. know what i mean and be like what i would just be like what what's 5g they they these people think that there's a like um shadow government of strong people including bb trump bill gates they govern the world and they uh, want to use 5g to surveillance to 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 surveil f- the people su- survey the people and they're going to put in the vaccine mini chips uh and these ah, and corona's connected yes it's all connected ah, you wow. see in the vaccine you'll have these micro computers it's amazing that they found this out without any evidence <laughs> like it's that's incredible right and the thing is i i try to explain to this friend like you know there it's there is a problem with 5g but it's not that the, the problem with 5g is that um china is essentially um goes and proposes very cheap prices to states to install the 5G uh, networks. And they apparently do use it. They use Huawei. The to company. surveil. They use it probably to survey. And now a huge um, deal between the UK and, and China and Huawei was canceled because of the sanctions of, of the US 
because of that reason, yeah. right? Um, but we good? Uh, yeah, we might. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, we're good. Um, right. So, 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 so there is. So China is trying to spy. Yeah, on Yeah, I mean there. Is, so yes, so uh, but from uh, you mean here, like a, you mean like a, a, a fascist communist uh, one one point two billion uh, person state is trying to spy on the whole of world of course <laughs> okay of course they do no, obviously. but from here to take it to corona and the vaccine and bill gates like i tried to say to him look why connected? would bill gates like this guy could could couldn't could just go retire by an island and don't give and give zero fucks about right about anything instead he he devotes his life to try and help us all he wants and to control the world man because yeah. those rich bastards, they're just <laughs> scheming. Anyway, it was uh, an interesting and experience. I, so he actually, he f- like fully believes it? He, That's the interesting part to me. I mean, he told me about that his you wife. you know this guy. About his wife who fully believes it. And he, she's like, a, and he like, it got to him. It, it felt like he wasn't 100% there, but it was, he was halfway there. Okay. You know? Wow. And he's successful. Yeah. Just goes to show. Very intelligent guy. Yeah. Very nice. I mean, wow. yeah. All what right. a thing. What an experience. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what is else? Is that what you mean by Corona? We're fucked. No, the <laughs> Corona. Just I want to update update our listeners that here yeah. in Israel the situation is pretty bad. We get like twelve hundred sick a, a day, and it rises. Um, the severe cases went up like hundreds of percent in two weeks mm-hmm. um and yeah what do you think the solution is um i think they should close um places that are uh prone to as as it shows in 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 the world to high infectious infect infecting uh, possibility like Gyms, for example, wedding halls, inner spaces of uh, bars, mm-hmm. inner spaces of restaurants, um, classrooms. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we have a choice, really. So, but pick and choose? So, like... Uh, yeah, pick and choose. Pick and choose. Wow. Um, make some hard choices. It's not uh, hard. It's like, uh, it's anti-liberal. That's the problem. Is that this, you see that that's unheard of in the United States? Yeah. For example, like and, and look and look, and you see the result. Yeah. Florida hit fifteen thousand cases yesterday. Yeah. 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 Florida fifteen thousand cases, and you know there was just an article in the Guardian, the Brit, the Brits, they did uh, this research, uh, this study about uh, patients who recovered. Joe Rogan talked about it. Uh, from COVID, they suffered um, very serious mental diseases, uh, including hallucinations, <laughs> and and yeah. All but c- these, are, I mean, they're obviously highlighting the worst of the worst. Yeah, but right. you have so many long-term side effects. Yeah, that are for barely a, for a small percentage. No, Israeli studies show that fifty percent of of the sick. I sent it to you. Fifty percent of the of the recovered from all across the bo- the board suffer from long-term um side effects like That's breathing such a general uh, long-term side effects no like serious side effects like breathing problems pain um mental issues depression again i don't know what's on that list of long-term side effects and long-term serious side effects mm-hmm. so i don't know what's on that list but uh, the vast majority of people get this thing and get over it um, no, that's not true. Not the vast yeah, majority. Is. No, it is. It is. It, no. You have. I mean, if you are under seventy, you have a tiny, tiny, tiny chance of dying. Tiny. Um, mm, not that tiny. I mean, if you relate it to the flu, maybe it's you know. If you relate it to any it, other it, disease, it, it's, it's a multiple of it, but it's still tiny. A tiny chance. Yeah, but the more people get it, then this tiny chance adds up to quite a lot of people right 
Like, what if the mean? tiny, what is the tiny chance, right? It's is it one percent? Is it no? If, if you're zero, under seventy, yeah. If you're under, first of all, if you're, I mean, if you're under fifty, like you have like practically. Sorry, if you're under 30, you have practically 0% chance of dying. Mm, that's zero. also not true. Zero. No, How ma- no it's okay. not true, man. It's so not, we can it's pull not up zero. the numbers. It's not you, zero. You have, if you're under 30, you have basically no chance of dying. You can look up the numbers. You have basically no chance of dying if you're under okay. 30. But there's long-term, Even if you're under there's long-term. 40. We had Noam, Noam Schuster here on, on the show, and yeah. she just gave an interview, and she told she still has side effects. Yeah, she still has. I'm sure she still. I'm not saying... COVID is a good thing. I'm not saying it's a pleasant thing, and I'm not saying it's an easy thing, um, but it is It is a thing. <laughs> it, I mean, it's a disease. And uh, the question is, I mean, I, I it, to me it seems like things are getting better. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. Look at America, man. It's Deaths are dropping. Deaths are dropping. More people are getting sick, and meaning by like, two three four times the amount mm-hmm. if you look at you know certain periods and and the the number of di- dead are actually going yes, down so many died no, so many did die yes but i'm telling you i'm saying things are and so getting, many will so so, so no, many I will said die things are getting better and no not no, so many will die necessarily uh many will uh it'll be a rough rough uh year two years i don't know yeah many people will die of covid many people have died of covid uh and it's not an easy thing and it's not a good thing but i think that i feel like that goes without saying and this is the problem in and we've talked about this Mm -hmm. in the discussion around covid is that if you think that uh there's anything on the other side of the scale then uh you are completely uh um have absolutely zero care for human life and no i don't i i think human life is important but i think that you don't think it's the most important thing though i we talked about it the other day you said that values such as freedom yes are more important than life i mean you uh, might as well die free it's a fact because i mean look many people have died for freedom and died for the kind of the kind of environment that we live in yeah so to say that that Freedom is not important. They chose to say to. that they died in vain. Many of them chose to 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 die from. Yeah, and yeah. I think they made a uh, uh, an honorable here, heroic choice. No one asks you, right? N- no one asks you when they close down your business, or they close down, or they lock you in your home. But if you leave all the businesses open, and you know, each person will assess their risks mm-hmm. and manage their risks. And I don't see how this is different in, than any other situation. The only claim that comes up that maybe makes some semblance you of a sense. can infect hundreds of people. No, is that, uh, is that oh, we'll overwhelm the, the healthcare system. Yeah. But I don't see how that then leads to the fact that we have the right to take people's personal freedoms away. People should assess their risk. People should look and say, "Do I?" And that's exactly what's happening, by the way, which is why deaths are going down. Let's the older population, mm-hmm. hold on, the older population are staying home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, this is this is what I think. This is what I've been hearing and listening and reading that the older population are staying home. Mm-hmm. More younger people right now in this "quote unquote" second wave. Some people say it's still the first wave. Are uh, are getting COVID. So mm-hmm. the numbers of, of uh, sick are rising, but the number of uh, uh, severe, severe cases and the number of people on uh, the respiratory... The number of severe cases in Israel yes. is the same. The same, okay. It's but the same. While the number of sick are getting no, higher. The, 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 percentage? The, real, the percentage is the same. I'm not sure. It's I, I the heard same. there's 200 uh, cases right now of people that are severe. Yeah, but they 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 took it by age thousands groups. thousands that are sick. Yeah. Yeah. The severe cases are more or less the same. But let me ask you this. Yeah. You took a chance in doing the wedding, right? Yeah. So, but there there was a chance, right? Because it happened in there other weddings. There was a risk. Yeah. Yeah. And you chose to take it. Yes. But uh, uh, there was a possible scenario in which, like, all the participants of your wedding would... Um, Get COVID. get COVID and some would die. Uh, How would you feel if that were... To, what? 
Okay. You had you had elderly people there. Yes, I yeah. had elderly people there. I had uh, I don't know maybe twenty elderly people. Okay. My Some could die. There was one of them. Who Some could die. Would have so killed if, me if I didn't do my wedding. Uh, and she assessed her risks goes, and made a decision. Yeah, but how would you feel if that were to happen? I would feel awful if someone so you close would to feel, me died. No, if would I, I feel like, any responsibility? Yeah, if if like eighty percent of the participants would get as COVID. hard as I can not to feel any responsibility because I think that that's the right way to look at it. To think that like and to try and put the blame on something I mean, that's just a that's just no, like you, a, not to blame. You said responsibility. It's a it's a, it's a malevolent thing take... to say to say that someone who has a party or who has a gathering or whatever. Um, and someone comes to that gathering and gets COVID, that person is responsible for their death. Because that, I'll tell you why well, that's problematic. I didn't problematic. say you would be responsible, okay. but why you not? would still feel very, very But are you saying bad. I should feel bad? Yes. Okay, so then you're saying that I am responsible. Mm, I mean, I don't know who's responsible, but you would feel bad now. But, in, in the I'm, second no, scenario, I'm asking you the government if I tells you feel respond. No, because this is an important point. If I should, and I, I'm not going to take any offense to it, I just strongly disagree. I don't think I should feel responsible because if I should feel responsible, then I should be responsible. Right. And if I should be responsible, then you could argue that people should ha- there should be legal implications. So if I am the, uh, the if I staged an event and someone died of COVID, maybe I should be charged with second degree murder. I don't know. Look, I think you should. Be, you someone needs to be. Res- there's the wedding and there's the fact that the rules, uh, the recommended rules were. Um, were breached during the wedding, right? When people were dancing together, right? Those are two different things. So you can do a wedding, but then you choose to do the dancing uh, part, right? And that that is your choice yeah. as a curator of the event. So okay. that maybe puts some uh, okay. responsibility First of all, were there you. any guidelines against dancing? Yes. Well, I wasn't aware of them. And even if they are... So whose responsibility is that? No, even if there are guidelines, again, rules are exactly what we were just talking about. What should be the rules? They should be based on what's right, right? Yeah. Ideally, the law should be uh, approximately around what we think the values should be. So should there be a rule whether or not people can dance at a wedding? I think that's ridiculous. Okay, but you see what happened that so many people in Israel got sick because of those weddings. No, yes. no, yes. no. Yes, there was yes, one yes, wedding yes, in Ophakim yes, yes, that like eight yes. people got it, and there were 400 people there. By the way, they broke the rule of 200, 250, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think not eight, uh, maybe uh, no more than 20 people at that wedding got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was 13. I don't think restaurants will have like all these businesses will be sustainable yeah. in a country like Florida or businesses Texas are sustainable businesses. I mean, um, the economy so is they'll like, pay the price the economy either way. In the States is doing no worse off than it is here. If anything, it's better. Unemployment here is at 21% in the States. I think it's around 15. Yeah. But, but like we're only in the beginning of this and in, in the long term, we're doing awful for the beginning. Okay, but 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 my point is that businesses like will not be able like to function from a certain point where the disease, like from a certain like take the gyms for example. Okay, now yeah. we get twelve hundred sick a day, but if we get to fifty thousand sick a day, right? People will just stop going to the gym anyway. And but it comes down but to then, personal responsibility. But then you have. The gyms, the the gym will be shut down. Yeah, Gesundheit. <laughs> the gyms will be shut down, right? They'll go bankrupt because so many people are sick and people are afraid, and the entire country is sick and so many people died. It so eventually, down. you get the same result. Yes. No, the question uh, is, according how to many Naor's people died? Prediction yes. of the future, which and is accurate forgive, because I see the exactly, future exactly. So forgive me if I. If I don't credit you with the ability to prophesize, I don't know if you, what you're predicting is the actual, if actually what's going to happen. And I think that in the end, it comes down to 
personal responsibility and it is not the place of the state to come and take responsibility for people. And this is, I mean, this is why I'm so surprised, I guess, why uh, people like you and other uh, conservatives I know are, uh, are on the other side of this. I, th- I guess, I mean, I, I don't, I don't not get it because I think that this really puts our, our ideals and our ideas and our values to the test. Mm-hmm. But so I get it, but I don't think there's anything different here. In the end, it comes down to personal responsibility. And if we can't take it as individuals, it is no place for the state to, because you could say that on any level. That That's always the argument. This is the awful future that awaits us if the state doesn't step in now and save us from it. And I think that that isn't, uh, isn't necessarily the right way to look at it. By the way, uh, one of the things that I kind of started thinking about yesterday was with, in Israel, guys, we had a uh, protest uh, this weekend um, in Kikar Rabin. Yeah. Uh, in Tel Aviv. Well, the freelancers product. The freelancers, which of course was not political. You talk, at all. I got to hook up the yeah. computer to so the it charger. Was, it was not political at all, right? It was zero po- politics. The, the news made it very, it was, it was very important for them to make note of the fact that this was absolutely not political. Um, which is, you always know that when the news tells you it's not political, that it's definitely political. But. There was a protest of the freelancers to demand from the country payments. And I started thinking, and I thought, there's only two options here. This whole idea of, like, the government needs to uh, to pay the freelancers or to pay anybody because of this COVID situation, it doesn't make sense to me. Really, it's just, in my, the way I see it, it's just, it's socialism in disguise. Because either you're you're for opening the markets, right? and saying, let us make our own decisions, right? Because the argument is the government came and and forced us. There's this there's this paradox. The, 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 The argument is the government came in and forced us to close our businesses. So they need to basically pay us, uh, you know, uh, um, for how long though? Right. No, they need to pay us damages because they forced if it wasn't for them, we could continue the business. Yeah. So that's a good argument. It's not a good argument Why? because you you should just demand for the markets to be opened. And if the if you don't think that the markets should be open because COVID is this awful pandemic that forces the government to take this these drastic measures, then it's they're not responsible. COVID is responsible. Right? And then you can't demand that the government take responsibility for COVID. No, they want they do it, demand every, to open the 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 market. So I'm saying no. Yes. Many of them many of them demand payments. Many of them are saying we want what it, what was promised to us. You promised Some. us money, give us money. Yeah. That's But most that's, of them really want to work. That's what no, that's what the head of the protest, uh, the head of the Shulmanim was mm-hmm. saying at the at the um protest. Okay. He was being interviewed and he was saying we deserve to get at the very least what we were promised by the state. You know, we're um we demand to, to get our payments, basically. Mm-hmm. Basically, for the government to come in with aid packages and, and, and pay freelancers and independents, as they're called here in Israel. But the idea that the government should pay them is, in my eyes, ridiculous. Because either because the idea stems from this, this uh, claim that the government is responsible mm-hmm. for closing down the markets. They took a drastic measure. They need to pay for it. But... If they took the drastic measure, because like I don't see how you can be in the middle unless you're a socialist. I don't think I don't see how you can be in the middle claiming that the government should take responsibility and pay. Either the government uh, isn't responsible because COVID forced them into this situation, and then just like in any contract, you have a uh, false majeure, right, mm-hmm. which says that there's no culpability if it's if it's out of our hands, basically. Yeah. Uh, then the government shouldn't be responsible. And if the government is responsible because they took drastic measures to close down the market, then demand for the market to be opened, not to get payments from the government. Right. Or demand to stop paying so much to the government. And then you would need their yeah. help in case of closure. But let me ask you this. But you why should sh- say bye to your, the money you pay to the government anyway. Why, why, why should, yeah. why should uh, the country, if there's a terrorist group, or um, 
causing havoc, uh, havoc in, in, in coffee shops in Tel Aviv. Um, why should the government try and stop these terrorist activities? Why shouldn't... Because that's the job of the government. Says who? I mean, it says... No, but the, essentially the, you the could say, listen, the... if, there's a, if there's a terrorist group, right? Yeah. We can all uh, assess our risk. We can uh, avoid certain places, uh, popular... No, the, def- the government has a monopoly on uh, force. Yes. Okay, on violence. That's, that's the place of the government. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, who was it? Max Webb who said that? But the government basically has a monopoly on force. They are, you don't, when you want to live in a society of people being able to interact with each other freely, right, and on the basis of some rule, then what we do is we outsource power, which is how we resolve conflicts in in anarchy, right? If I have a problem with you and you are entrenched in your position and I'm entrenched in my position and there's no other uh, force to settle it, then the only way we can hash out our problems is I will try to uh, defeat you. But physically, the main reason right? for that is so, to, so to protect wait, life. Hold on, let me just let me just complete so you can understand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the only way we can get past that is for me to to overcome you physically, or for you to overcome me physically. So what happens in a democratic, free society is we outsource that power to the government. We say mm-hmm. you have power. Okay, but we vote you in. We gave you the power. You also, now, but they also have the power to protect us from outside enemies. Outside such enemies, a, such yes. as terror groups, armies. Diseases. No, so a disease is What's not a difference? terrorist group. What's the difference? What's because, the difference? Because how do you fight? They, bo- they, they, they it's this. The ends to the same means, right? No, in the it's end, not. You die. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not an ends to the same means. Um, the, 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 the disease, how do you mm-hmm. defeat a disease with science and with, uh, uh, innovation and right? behavior and with behavior? Sure. Yes. Okay. You defeat the disease by each person being an individual, right? You defeat outside threats by being, I mean, a apparently not front. because in Germany, that's not how they defeated it. They defeated it by... Taking measures, government le- government. First of all, level. nobody's over the disease yet. Yeah, but some countries and second are... Second of all, I don't think the measure of defeating it is... Uh, again, I don't think it is how many lives were lost. I think that's a wrong way to tally it up. And I know that that's controversial. So maybe it's not the same. So maybe that applies to other aspects like wars and, and terror organizations and I yeah, don't know what I else. I mean, th- hundreds of thousands of Americans died in wars to protect... So, I mean, if the idea is how many... Why? Maybe it was in vain. N- okay, maybe it was. Ma- why did they... I mean, 600,000 Americans let, died in the Civil not War. Why not do was, nothing? Was ending slavery in vain? I don't think so. Why not do nothing and let the, you know... Let... So, again, I don't think so. I think that the idea is... You just choose to put the line line before... Uh, a virus and after ter- terror organizations. No, but you don't see any other distinction between a virus and terrorist organizations. One I, is a human and one is a is is a virus. That's an anecdotal difference. <laughs> it's anecdotal. <laughs> okay, so I don't think it is. Um, I think that it's wrong to tally it up by by human loss. Um, I don't think that they these people, uh, you know, the people who died to protect the homeland, right, died in vain. Uh, and I think the same holds true, right? I mean, it's not like I'm not saying that people who died from Corona died to protect us or something like that. Um, but we we live in a certain way and we protect our values, and that's that's worth it, I think. I hope, guys. Thanks for listening. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations for getting married. Eitan. Thank you. Thank you. You feel a different man? No. Now? No. Not at all. Same problems, same. Yeah. Mo problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, before we go, we are collaborating with the Jewish Journal. Check them out. Yes. JewishJournal.com and subscribe to the podcast they provide, like Shmuel Rosner's podcast, maybe yes. Suiza's podcast. And check out their website and Facebook and Instagram. 
highly recommended. Yes, yes. Moreover, same for Arucheva. Arucheva at IsraelNationalNews.com. Check them out. They have a great website, great content in English uh, about Israel and about the world. IsraelNationalNews.com. They're also on Facebook. Arutz Sheva. Arutz Seven. Sheva Sheva. Also, AJN dot Israel National AJN.timesofisrael.com. Yes. Yes. You yes. Naor is drinking wine, which is very unusual. So uh, he's, he's drunk podcasting right now. Yeah. Unadvisable. Um, yeah. Check him out, guys. AJN.timesofisrael.com. Australian Jewish News. Great source for Jewish news and news from all around the world. We accept donations. AJN.timesofisrael.com. We yes. accept donations. Yes. We do this on a free time, guys. So if you want to help us out, to njb.com slash donate yeah yeah and that is it thank you guys for watching we have some great episodes coming up this month yes definitely we have uh we just interviewed shy revol uh of robin food um he has an initiative he had an initiative of uh Stopping taking the waste taking food. yeah taking basically wasted food and cooking delicious meals yeah. so tune into that the ceo of Taglit. ceo of Taglit. yes and uh, a guy who was a communist, and he turned into a conservative. So, you know, that's going to be a fun episode. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.